This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Presented by the Jewelers of Las Vegas. Here's your boy Q. And here we go, kicking off hour number three of the show. It's Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. We are at the Circa for Circus Football Contest weekend. In a matter of minutes, Derek Stevens will join us here at the table to talk about everything that's going on. And please believe everything is going on at the Circa. And there's a lot going on. I'm pretty blessed, Ari. As you know, I'm usually in Studio Q and at the home studio because right after the show, I usually have a little bit of downtime. Then I hop on ESPN. Well, tonight... It's an off night, brother. <laughs> so there is. Yeah, exactly. So the, the stars kind of align for your boy, right? Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. James, <laughs> it's it's I think I feel like I'm a little I'm a little lucky today. Hey man. You just blessed. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, just blessed. Here here James and it's cool. I gotta have that cool approach, man. I gotta I had that cool approach when I was a turn off the lights guy. I was just real calm and chill and talking to the ladies. <laughs> Right. James is like, man, you ain't talking to ladies who you talking to. Right. So it's that. So, yeah, we are here uh, excited about the opportunity to uh, to talk with Derek. And he's going to be joining us at the table in just a matter of seconds and talk about all the wonderful things that are going on here at the Circa. And uh, we, we are just blessed to be here. And like I said, man, it's a it's a Thursday. I feel like I'm kicking off the weekend the right way. And here we go. This is how we get down. Just like that. Derek, how you doing? Hey Q, good to see you. Glad to have you here at Circa. Yeah, man, and this is uh this is awesome. This is a whole football weekend, and uh, a lot of people are excited to be here. And just kind of tell everyone just what's going, you know, what what went into the the decision to do what we're doing, and and everything that's going on with the contest. Yeah, you know, we we knew, and we we're gonna um, build a sportsbook brand, which we call Circa Sports. Yeah. Um, we knew back in 2017, 2018, one of the key elements of uh, of our brand is. We wanted to focus in on football contests. I love playing football contests, yeah. and uh, I think it just brings people together, and, and it's a it's a great thing for a brand. And uh, we really never knew we could grow it or it would grow as quickly as it did. And then, you know, in year two, we brought in a brand-new concept called Circus Survivor. I think a lot of people – I grew up in the Midwest. A lot mm-hmm. of people in the Midwest have played Survivor Contest, right, Last right. Man Stand. Yeah. And, we, and there was never one – that you could really play in Vegas. We thought, okay, let's bring this in, and then this thing's just exploded. So last year, I love it. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor were the two largest legal football contests in the country, <laughs> and uh, this year we're going to blow them both away. And, they'll, they'll, again, the Circa Millions for a, a pick five contest and Circa Survivor for what it is will be the two largest uh, football contests uh, anywhere. And it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money and prizes that are available, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember, gosh, it wasn't that long ago, a few years ago. We 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 thought we felt that we had to put a guarantee out there because we were like an upstart company, you know, right. like, well, upstart company, nobody's really going to trust you. You don't have a brand. Nobody ever heard of you. So we we just came up with this crazy idea. Let's guarantee one million dollars, right? And even if no one's heard of us, there's enough word of mouth that there's going to be some sharp guys going to heard. They're going to come in. I'll take a gonna, chance if you guarantee a yeah, mill. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we thought we might take a loss, a half a million on it. Yeah. And we thought, oh, that'd be good marketing, but it filled. And uh, lo and behold, we came back year two. So let's we got to bump it. Let's make it a mill five, and we did that. And yeah. Then it went to three, and then now 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 this year i still pinching myself we're at 14 million it's pretty cool wow that is absolutely wild we're with Derek stevens here at the circa and circa sports and of course the big football weekend is going on and this is just like i said the the contest everyone's excited and fired up about i'm excited i'm fired up about just to hear the reaction from our listeners that we have and each each year everyone's super excited about it. and 
this is, I mean, this place here alone is, is like the mecca, right? I mean, th- there's nothing like this in town. It really isn't. No, I mean, I appreciate you saying that, uh, but that's really what we got here, wanted to, wanted to right. design up. Uh, basically, myself, our buddies, we designed uh, we designed something that we always loved. I mean, I flew out to Vegas back when I was your age uh, often mm-hmm. for business or for pleasure, and I remember all those great moments going to see a big heavyweight fight, seeing Bo Holyfield out in the back of Caesars Palace, yeah. going to see Mike Tyson over it back then at the Las Vegas Hilton. Um, all those great moments in sports that took place. And I always thought, boy, if we ever did something that's going to be sports-orientated, um, we're going to do something orientated around sunshine because – Growing up in Michigan, I'm, 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 a, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I was accustomed to not seeing the sun from November to the end of March, right? Right. So, so stadium swim kind of came into play. Yeah. Vegas is the right right place. Three hundred and thirty. Uh, dates a year of sunshine, and we mm-hmm. built Stadium Swim, so it all kind of came together. And uh, basically, if you if you enjoy sports, you enjoy gambling, you enjoy some great food, um, some sunshine, and uh, and, um, and 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 you, yeah, you like sports betting, right? We tried to develop uh, the paradise where everybody likes any of those. It's a one stop shop, and you know everything. And, and folks are encouraged to come on down and get signed up. And this whole weekend, there's just activities all weekend. There's concerts. There's presentations right there's an open bar i was telling everyone i don't know how i got so lucky i get off at five and there's open bar later on like what am i doing here (laughs) that's right we're doing uh we're doing the uh whole opening uh cocktail party here for uh for everybody participating starting tonight at bar canada and uh yeah all weekend it's amazing you know uh, for some people haven't been here on uh on our on our on our ultimate contest sign up weekend Mm -hmm. the one thing that i think is going to surprise a lot of people um, are the presentations that take place right. on Saturday. It is amazing. Mike Palm does a stunning job putting together um, a bookmaker, a better, um, a football-orientated analyst, and, and, and bringing it all together to talk about how you attack the football season if you're a sports, if you're a sports gambler. Right. You, and if you're not a sports gambler and you just want to hear what people are thinking, it is amazing. I, I must, I've been in this business for a while. I would never miss this because of the way and the different approaches that people look at a football season. It is amazing what people look at, like, oh, this season is going to be different because, oh, there's going to be a little more focus on a tight end. Right. Oh, there's going to be a little bit difference in, a, in, in some type of coverage. Oh, we always talk about referees, what yeah. the new rule changes, how that's going to impact totals. Right. What, how do you think the standard deviation is going to change this and that? How, how different groups and their syndicates are going to go after games? It's really amazing stuff. I bet. I bet. You know, it's funny. I saw Eric Eager walking around here, right, and he's part of this, and I've had him as a guest on my radio show multiple times, but I've never talked to him in person. I mean, it's just kind of how this business is. You you talk to people all the time, but you don't see him in person, so I'm literally in the middle of a conversation on the radio, and he walks right by me. I'm like, hey, Eric, how you doing? Like, <laughs> like all of a sudden, I just got sidetracked, but that's, I mean, there's quality people here that are, are talking about the game, the gambling side, and everything. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think bringing everybody together, and and then obviously the the whole lot whole lot of fun. That's really what the what the cocktail party tonight is, getting everybody a chance to um, talk to each other without the without the headsets on and everything right. like that, and set up future. And then everybody's talking about uh, how many entries are they getting, they're getting the millions, they're getting in Survivor, how, right. if you are, how many of each, and all that type of stuff. So it's a lot of fun. How much? How, I mean, how many of the entries? I mean, how how much do you just kind of see the entries just flood in? I mean, because everyone's involved. In oh this. yeah, well I mean you you can see right now we've got this active. T- Right now, what our overlays are. So we're at 3.5 million of an overlay, wow. the millions at 3.6. So we got 7.1 million to go, and we got 14 days. So 
So yeah. So uh, there's going to be a lot a lot of cash flowing through the doors of Circa here in the next uh, next 14 days. Um, you know, one thing I would say is uh, is tonight you're going to see uh, a number of people that maybe have their blue jackets on. Anyone that wears a blue jacket means that they were a former Millions champion. Okay. Um, you're going to see some. You're going to see Survivor champions, and I would tell you just for you guys. Great guys for you guys to interview and get to know. Okay. Yeah, because these guys are pretty hot commodities. Like, how did you win in 2021? What right. was what was your play? All that. The strategy behind these guys to win. When you know this is a little bit different than your 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 house pool, your your buddy's pool, or an office pool. I mean, when you're talking about having, you know, eight thousand different entries at a minimum going into Survivor, and you win something like that. Right. I mean that that's a that that's a lifetime achievement. I mean we and we treat these guys we treat these guys like celebrities because they are right. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Derek Stevens is with us here on Radio Nation Radio 920. And I don't remember exactly what competition it was, but you'll remember. And this was from last year. The guys that won. It came down to the last game, and they were all on pins and needles. You were watching the game with them. I don't remember. Was it the Survivor? Was it was that the Survivors? Which one was it that they won last year? Um, last year in 2022. Were they from Detroit? Or? Ironically. They were from Detroit. Yeah, there it you was, go. Uh, three brothers and a family friend. Um, they went into the final week of the season. They were down uh, probably around fifth place. Uh, but, boy, they just ripped off a day that you would not believe. They saved the late game, which that game was the Detroit Lions at Green Bay right. Packers. yeah. On week 18 at night. Yeah. So when it all came to pass, you know, all the – you got the early games. They roll the table. Then then you right. got the afternoon. That, and it comes down. They had the one game to go. And they decided to let it rip. And they had the Lions plus – I think it was plus six, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that, I, yeah. And uh, Lions, I think, won outright in that game. Mm-hmm. But they let it rip. And they were just they – were, they were a lot of fun. Obviously, when you win a million dollars – you know, you better have a lot of fun in life. <laughs> right. Something's been, wrong with you. <laughs> but uh, it was a, it was a whole lot of. They were great guys. They'll they'll be out all weekend as well, and uh, they were great for media. and And their their life story was awesome. So I couldn't have I couldn't have hoped for some uh, better winners. How how much fun is it for you when you have stories like that? You could tell stories like that, and you get to meet and greet with guys like that, and 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 see them win in real time. Yeah, in reality, I mean that that's one of the things I love I love most about about. The Circa Millions and Circa Survivor is um, I have an opportunity to get to meet a lot of people and the season, you know, get a little bit longer in the season. Um, the stories of why I got into Circa Survivor, right. why I got into the Millions or how I'm making these selections. Um, I met a lot of people that I consider to be very close friends now. And uh, that's probably one of my one of my favorite things. Um I'll tell you, I'll tell you, like kind of a personal touching story. Um, there was an individual that was in, involved in Survivor a couple years ago, and um, I met them at the at the check ceremony. So I did not know them prior. Mm-hmm. And uh, the individual introduced his wife, um, and uh, and his wife tapped me on the shoulder. And said, "Can I go talk to you?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." So takes me around the side, and 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 she says, "Mr. Stevens, I want to tell you, we are so appreciative of what you did starting this contest, all that." But most importantly, I want to tell you how much um, how much you imp- impacted my life. And I said, well, okay, great. He goes, no, 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 it's not the money. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that um, I've been married for 23 years, and for 22 years I never liked the month of September through the end of, end of December. Football season. And and I was the um, you know person you could say was a, was a football widow, and I was bitter. And I know I was getting worse and worse. So what happened was, my my husband got into this, and in in around week four, she said it that way. In around week four, I started paying attention, 
And then he would always have his buddies over. So then what we did is I started having some of our girlfriends over and all this. And by the time we got to Thanksgiving, I had about 40 people over in our basement. And then, then in December, it got a little cold where they're from. We cleared out the garage and we had everybody yeah. over. And this has now become one of the best social experiences. We invite everyone on our block to come by. Right. And my husband and I have never been closer. For that, I thank you. Wow. And I was like, whoa, that's some serious level stuff. Man. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, you ain't lying. That is. That's. I mean, that's, that is real deal stuff right there. Well, that's fantastic. And that's what, you know, that's just some of the stories that you'll get from a weekend like this that's going on again, the circus football contest weekend. So let everyone know what they need to do to get involved in this. Yeah, so so the way it works here in, in – um, the, the two contests, both contests, either one, it's $1,000 to enter. So okay. that, that's the starting point. Now, the key thing that people need to know is you have to register at one of our properties in Nevada. So we're in northern Nevada, but let's just focus on Circa or the D. Mm-hmm. you got to come into one of our sports books. You go up to the counter and you say, I want to get in one of the contests. What they'll do is they'll be able to um, they'll be able to ask you, do you want a proxy or not? The key thing that a lot of people don't know is you don't have to live in in Vegas or, okay. or in Nevada to participate. Right. I would I would guess maybe you know eighty five ninety percent of our participants live out of state. The way it works is a proxy. You sign up with a proxy, and a proxy can put your picks in with you. So, so that that's something that I recommend. Even if you live, even if you live down the block, you yeah. may have to take a trip on a weekend, and you can't get your plays in. You could put your plays in on your phone on our app, when mm-hmm. you're, but you have to be within the state of Nevada. If you go outside the state of Nevada, uh, a proxy is allowed to put your contest picks in. Nice. Obviously, a proxy that's a good can't. Nugget. There's yeah. no betting. Right. It, yeah, there's no that that would not be legal. Right. But a proxy could put your picks in. Um, when when you're not available to do it, so so uh, the two contests, yeah, the the regular circuit millions, you pick five games against a point spread each week, uh, total eighteen weeks, so there's ninety picks overall, and guarantee is six million, um, <laughs> four point eight million on the overall, it pays a hundred deep, a million two into the four quarters because we break up the NFL season into four quarters, you know, so four yeah four week quarter, a five week mm-hmm. quarter, a four week and a five week. And uh, we paid a million two in the quarters, um, so that's what's kind of neat about it. Because you know, if you play in these football contests, sometimes you know, if you if you have a slow start, sometimes you know you get despondent. You know, you're out of it. You're out of it. You kind of throw the towel in October. That's not really the case. You got additional quarters. You know, right? right. You put up put up a little fourteen and two one quarter, and you're, you're cashing a nice check. You know. Ooh. Don't give me chills like that. Don't give me a look. I'm already thinking of what I can go buy, huh, James? You're thinking about what like James. James is like, yeah, there's there's something there. And then, and then Circa Millions. I mean, I'm then Circa Survivor. It is what it is. It, you know, you pick one game. Yeah. Week one, if you uh, pick the winner, no point spread. Right. Your your account becomes eligible for week two. Right. The difference is in week two, you only got 31 teams to select from. And if you make it through week mm-hmm. two, week three, you only got 30 teams. So, you got to start thinking about there's, little, there's so a lot of strategy, strategy. So much strategy in that. Because at Circa, what we had to do is, you know, it's, there's only 18 weeks of the football season, but right. but it was it was a little bit too easy for people to go all the way through. Um, so we've added a couple of uh, special weeks, Thanksgiving week and okay. then Christmas week. So if you go undefeated, it's 20 and 0. You don't have to go 20 and 0 because you know if if let's say you're down to 10 entries and they all get knocked knocked out on like week 15 right which could happen then they then they chop the pot if uh if it is um a year where every where there's a number of people that go undefeated they chop whatever that is if it's one person yeah 
uh, you get the whole number. It's going to be at least eight million, and I'm predicting it might be a little higher than that this year. I heard that. Well, that works really well. I like that, and I, I like what's going on here. You guys do a fantastic job. Uh, again, I call this like the Taj Mahal of the of the sports gambling and sports uh, entertainment. Watching all the games, this is a lot of fun to be down here. So, Derek, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having us. We definitely appreciate you. Hey, thanks a lot, Q. Great to be with you, you guys. Good luck. Good luck this season. Take care. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. There he goes, Derek Stevens, right there uh, here at Circus. Sports, and this is what we're here for, uh, Circus Football's Contest Weekend. We had the morning tailgate with Clay and Lindsay, and here you go, Derek. I'm going to give you – there you go. Appreciate you having me. But, uh, yeah, had uh, Lindsay and uh, Clay and Vinny here earlier this morning, and, of course, we're here as well. Appreciate you guys so much. So, uh, yeah, this is something that you definitely need to get involved in and get involved with. You heard it. Big money, big money and more big money uh, available here uh, at Circus Sports. And the Circus Football Contest weekend is going on right now. It's a lot of fun. 4.16 is the time. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll hear from Dave Ziegler. We'll hear from Champ Kelly. We'll hear from you here on Red Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. On Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. We're back here at Circus Sports. Just talked to Derek Stevens. Really good conversation with him. You are encouraged to come on down here and get involved, get signed up. Circus Survivor, Circus Million. It's free to get in, come hang out. There's going to be a lot of festivities and activities going on here at the Circus. We definitely appreciate them having us out here. Got a couple of texts that I want to get to on the don'tbebroke.com text line. Also, the phone line is wide open at 702-365-9200. Plus, you'll hear from GM Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly. And one text uh, off the don'tbebroke.com text line from the 707. First, I have to say these National Weather Service beeping interruptions are blocking out the show, and it's getting old. But... I just wanted to mention that I'm wondering if they'll keep three quarterbacks on the roster. I'd love to see O'Connell as number two, but as you said, Hoyer could be an important piece to O'Connell's understanding and development. I'm glad Hoyer's there, but I just don't want to see him having to be on the field. I do not feel confident if that was needed. So first I'll address the quarterback, and yeah, that's that's how I look at it. I look at it as Aiden O'Connell, if not the second-string quarterback when the season starts, he'll be the second-string corner quarterback at some point. I do think Brian Hoyer plays a major role. Uh, when we talked to Andrea, uh, Andrea Kramer excuse me, on the show yesterday, she was talking about the fact that, you know, once the season starts, these backup quarterbacks don't have anyone really working with them. So that's where, that's where Aiden O'Connell can get some love from Brian Hoyer, a guy that is really more of a glorified coach as opposed to even a player. I think everyone knows what Brian Hoyer brings to the table. Maybe early in the season, if he has to go in in a pinch, he would be good for that. But, again, you kind of know at this stage of the game who Brian Hoyer is, and uh, I'm excited to see what Aiden O'Connell can do. So I do think sooner rather than later he'll be the number two guy. It's just when will that be and how much is Brian Hoyer going to continue to help him develop? That is something that I think is important. As far as the, you know, the National Weather Service, I mean, it's an important thing. <laughs> right? It's nothing that we can do about that. That overrules everything. Nobody can stop that thing from uh, from happening because, well, uh, people being alert to what's going on with the weather is very important, especially what we've been dealing with uh, around here the last few days. I'll tell you, last night I was doing my radio show on ESPN, and, uh, man, all of a sudden it was storming. It was pouring. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures or videos, but there's uh, been places around town here where the roof has basically uh, been falling in and leaking in a major way just because of all the rain and the hurricane was, was something that we dealt with. So, I mean, it's it's – it's annoying, I get it, but 
it's uh, something that we all have to have just to be legal. So that's not uh, that's not going to go away, and that's really nothing that anybody can control. But definitely wanted to go ahead and address that as well, just in case you were wondering, because again, everyone doesn't know what those things are for, and you know that they that they play a major role. Uh, let's go out to the phone lines real quick at seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. Let's talk to our guy, Gangster Raider. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, Gangster? What's up, Q? Hey, Chill. first thing that's on my mind is um, I wanted to talk about. Josh Jacobs and how important he is to our team. And I mm-hmm. think he should, if he don't come back in the next couple of days, then I'm going to really start panicking. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But yeah. as of right now, I think it's very important that he get back. And the second thing I want to talk about was, or oh, it's a question. Do you know if about the tailgate, if they still let us um, tailgate to the end of the game or do they make us leave when the game starts? Because I heard that was supposed to be changing because of where the, because of where the um, stadium is located. And the third thing is that um, with the division, I, I really think take away Kansas City because I don't think they're going to be as good as everybody thinks they're going to be. Do you think that the Raiders can beat um, out San Diego, uh, and, you know, other than Kansas City? Do you think we have a chance? Because um, I don't think they're going to be as good as everybody thinking they are. I think they, the defense is going to suffer, and um, the fact that Eric Bieniemy isn't there is going to take away from them. You know what I mean? But yeah. Do you think, other than them, do you think we have a chance of um, taking over the division without them being a factor? All right, thank you for the call. Appreciate you. And I'll tell you, man, I don't. I'm not a, a big believer in the Chargers or the Broncos. I think the Broncos are going to struggle. I think they're going to get better at some point. I think Sean Payton is a really good coach, but he's not going to turn water into wine. Right, I mean, he's not going to get that turned around just like that by snapping his fingers. So I think that they're going to struggle, uh, especially out the gates. You know, they may get better throughout the course of the year, but I think that they're going to struggle off top. And, look, the Chargers haven't proven anything to anybody, right? I mean, I know they made the playoffs last year, but what's the last thing we remember? And I don't I, – you know, I know some Charger fans think that I'm just trying to, like, kick, kick them while they're down. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying what they put on wax. What they put on wax was they were up 27 points and they lost. Right? Everyone was talking about the Raiders when they lost week two to the Cardinals after being up 20 nothing at halftime. The Chargers were up 27 points in the playoff games. You can't lose when you're up 27 points in the playoffs. You can't. They did. I would have fired Brandon Staley immediately. He would have never got on the plane and gone back to L.A. He would have stayed right there in Jacksonville. He would have found Urban Meyer. They would have kicked it. Right? And they would have washed away their sorrows at whatever watering hole they could find. That would have been me. You just can't lose a playoff game like that. It's so funny. I've mentioned this a couple times so far this week. I did that that locked on crossover, ultimate crossover, uh, with the rest of the guys in the AFC West, and the Charger guy got hot at me, man. I, you know, I was just trying to point out the what was what was real. Everyone's telling me that they're going to be great. Everyone's telling me that Kellen Moore is going to open up the offense, and Justin Herbert's going to throw the ball down the field instead of checking it down, and they've got all these weapons. And look, I, I'm a Quentin Johnston guy. Trust and believe. I knew that young man when he was in high school. I, that is my guy. He is a good dude, but he's on the Chargers, right? I, I'm not. I'm not a firm believer that they're going to be that good. I think the 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 division still goes through Kansas City, because well, to be the to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I know that's what they say. Chris Jones not being out. I'm interested or not being there. I'm interested to see how long he's going to be out. If he decides to hold out for a while, that's going to hurt the defense. And as good as Patrick Mahomes is, if your defense can't stop me and James from scoring, then that means he's got to score every time. Not saying he can't, but that's a tall task to ask, brother. So that Chris Jones and him not being there is a big deal for the Chiefs defense. Uh, everyone just kind of glosses over it. And I know I've found myself falling into that rabbit hole too. Like, well, they got Patrick Mahomes. They're fine. 
yeah, he he can't stop us from scoring, right? He can't stop me and, and, and James and Ari. Well, Ari will stop himself. He ain't worth the salt. But <laughs> me and James, we'll carry we'll carry the load though. <laughs> Ari can't. Ari, you you can't score nothing, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to score points. I got other skills. Well, what? <laughs> uh, you'll find out. Okay. <laughs> Get me All on right. that field. James, I know you're going to say it in the coolest way, but I mean, <laughs> me and you can score. I mean, easy, man. <laughs> unguardable, man. There you go. See, unguardable. You hear that? Unguardable, Good Ari. for both of you. <laughs> I'm really happy for both of you. <laughs> Ari's like, man, I don't care what you guys are saying. It don't matter. I, I heard that. I am I'm not, not going to fake the funk. I'm not I mad know at who you. I am. <laughs> right? You're comfortable in your own skin, right? You That's know. half the battle, brother. That is half the battle. That's all you got to do. Keep on keeping on. So, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that the division's wide open like I thought it was last year. I still think that Kansas City obviously has the stranglehold on it. But, I mean, they're they're not invincible, right? And, and if, you know, if the Raiders or any other team gets gets hot, you know, some things could happen. But as far as the charges in Denver goes, I I'm the Raiders. I'm not scared about those guys. I'm not thinking that. Oh man, these these guys are too tough. Can't beat them. Why not? I I every time I look at a schedule, when the schedule drops, and you know we always go through and go win, loss, win, loss. I automatically split with with the Chargers. Automatically, I don't even have to look at the rosters. I'm like, that's a split, because normally it is, right? So that's already half the battle. Denver, as of late, it's been like, huh, that's a sweep. <laughs> right, so you know, again, I don't, I don't like to just call a sweep a sweep. Like, oh, that's no problem because these guys are these guys they they compete too, right? And so we'll we'll see what happens week one. I'm interested to see what it looks like when the Raiders are in Denver. I think that that's a big advantage that they get that game out of the way early. I think it's a big advantage that they get that Buffalo game out of the way early. Second week in September is a lot different than the second week in December, <laughs> right? So I think that there is a lot of things. I think them having the Jets at their place is a big deal. I think them having the Packers at their place is a big deal, right? I mean, instead of having to go to Lambeau, the frozen tundra, instead of having to go to the to New York to the see the Jets, it's it's. I think it's better. You know, there's 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 some things to like about their schedule, even though they have a tough schedule. Some things to like about when these games come up. So yeah, I mean, you know, there's a reason why they go and play the games. If if it was Madden. You would just punch in the, the schedule and say, all right, who who wins the division? Oh, the Chiefs? Oh, okay. Oh, this team came in second? Third? Okay, fine. Done. So there's that. Thank you, Gangster, for the call. Good stuff, man. Definitely appreciate you. Definitely feed the, appreciate the feedback as well on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R. Matter of fact, one more text. This one's from Stove. He said, hey, Q, one more question I forgot to ask you. Who will be the biggest surprise to be on the Raiders' 53-man roster, and who will be the biggest name that won't be on the 53-man roster? Ooh. That's a good one. Who's going to be the biggest surprise to be on the roster? Ooh, let's start right there. Man, that's tough. I hate I hate releasing players and you know what I mean, I hate being the GM. I hate being that guy. Oh uh, man, who's going to be on the roster that'll be the biggest surprise? Who have I who have I already cut? <laughs> right? Um I don't know. I got to get back to that. Who will be the biggest name that won't be on the 53 Masters? Oh, Stove, man. That's a cold game, man. You got me. Let's bring in Lindsey Brown. <laughs> Let's bring in Lindsey Brown. Let's put her on the on the on the on the front on the front line. Lindsey is here. I'm just here as a fan. Yeah, I know, and and I'm glad that you're here. Yeah. 
Who's going to be on the 53-man roster that's going to be a surprise to you? Oh, goodness gracious. Isn't that a tough question? That is a tough question because I think there's so many people playing well. Yeah. And the way that I look at it is where are the strengths in this roster, right? And and where is the pooling of talent? So you look at the, the wide receiver room. You look at the cornerback room. You look at the defensive line. And so that's where I'm kind of looking where – are, are they going to try to carry one more player in a different room that they need, or do they sacrifice that spot to keep a more talented right. player on the roster? And so I, I've seen a bunch of different 53-man rosters. I know that one this morning uh, had uh, Nesta off of it, Jade Nesta. Okay, okay. They, they had him off of the, the roster, which I found kind of interesting because, like, Vinny spoke very highly of him, yeah. especially over the last, like, week and a half. So I was like, eh, you know, it, it's it's all up to kind of uh, subjectivity, right? Right. It is. It really is. I. I look at the wide receiver room because it's so mm-hmm. deep, you know, and I feel like you can't – obviously you can't keep everyone, but – Cole. Cole. Cole's a big name that Cole's I think is right on, the, right on the wire. I feel like he's on the bubble. Cam Sims is on the mm-hmm. bubble. Uh, and not because of anything they did. It's just because of the competition. That's the problem. Yeah. It's not because they stink or they – oh, you can – like DJ Turner. I identified him early as a guy that's not going to be on the roster. Right. And then all of a sudden he was gone, right? It was like, mm-hmm. okay, no no doubt. But you look at the guys that are there, Cam Sims, Christian Wilkerson, both guys had touchdowns last week. Yeah, you very know? present throughout Cole, the offense. Cole's been very present, like you said. I mm-hmm. mean, Jacoby Myers is going to be there. Devontae's going to be there. Hunter's going to be there. Uh, Trey Tucker's going to be there. Trey Tucker's going to be there. Your guy that you yeah. identified him immediately. What was it about Trey that you identified? Because you've been on Trey Tucker since like yeah. day one. Well, I don't know. Like I, I tend to tap into some of my my training days when I was a coach as a as a hockey coach because you can kind of tell when people are athletic. And I really like the way that he runs and the way that he carries his weight because you see a lot of people don't lean a little bit because mm-hmm. they want more of a steam. They want to fall forward because that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But when you're that fast and when you don't have that size to kind of help you with that falling, it actually, I think, is a detriment. So the way that he, like, zips and the way that he's able to kind of keep his weight, keep everything coiled so even when he has to um, take an extra step or make Mm -hmm. an extra move, he doesn't lose speed. Right, right, right. So when he's coming around that edge, I'm always like, oh, man, like, this is going to (laughs) be a fun player to see what they they can draw up for him because – uh, as a young player in a very crowded room, there's no pressure on him, so you can kind of right. throw him out there, and then there's not mm-hmm. going to be a ton of tape on him. Right. And so he's a he's a sneaky piece. I'm telling all my cousins back home that are in the fantasy <laughs> league that they won't invite me to be part of uh, <laughs> that they need to get on Trey Tucker ASAP. Right. ASAP. I, I think that they could use him in so many different ways. Just get him the ball. Oh, a thousand percent. Just get him the ball. It, especially, I'm just fascinated to see how much of this offense is going to be run out of the backfield and how deep it is. Right, not right. just the, the running game itself, but how much gadgetry and how this offensive line holds up in terms of allowing them that space to, to get to their full form and create speed. I'm trying to think, man. I'm still thinking of this question. I know. I need to look at a roster. That's what I need well, to do. Well, it's just like the thing is, the problem is nobody stands out. That's the, that's the crazy thing about this year, right, Q? I mean, yes. You've been here longer than I have. They're, they're going to leave talent on the table this year. Right. That's what I'm saying. Nobody stands out as mm-hmm. like, yeah, that guy is good, but he's not going to be around. Like, I don't I don't identify someone off top that I just think there's a no doubt about it. There's no dead weight right now. That's that Everybody's bought in. Wow. Everybody's pushing each other. Like, this is the exact type of culture. This is the exact type of situation that – you would want for a team mm-hmm. that's trying to lay down a foundation that's going to serve them for the next five to six years, hopefully. Okay, I got I got one, and this I'm really I mean I'm really going out on the limb here. Okay, Austin Hooper. 
See, James, are, I are was you feeling the dropsies that he had this weekend? The dropsies, the penalty, the bad penalty by the goal line. They yeah. kicked him out of the, uh, you know, and they end up having to kick a field goal. But what about 12 personnel, though? Well, but they have a couple young tight ends that are looking pretty good, too. Yeah. That they have a nice little relationship going there with that I think that by name and what he's done in the past, it makes sense for him to stay on the roster. Sure. But I don't think this is a staff that cares about your name or what you did in the past. Yeah. And, and sometimes those decisions are made for you just based off of when you have years where it just seems like a more talented crop than others. Right. And, you know, I even saw someone leave um, Brian Hoyer off the roster earlier. And I'm just like, okay. No, no. I, I, I've heard that. And we've discussed that. I think that he can help. O'Connell developed or continue yeah. to develop, right? Two preseason games does not make me feel that he is ready for the whole workload, right. all the studying. Like, I look at Brian Hoyer as a teacher's assistant yep. in, uh, in college where yep. you're there to basically teach the class, take a, a load off of the professors, mm -hmm. and then be there as a sounding board. And, you know, with the new rule, I don't know how that, like, affects them in terms of, like, the rostering during the week. I know that's more of a game day move. Right. Um, but – that's that's a roster spot, right? Yeah. That's a roster spot. It and really so is. if if you're really trying to make sure you have an extra linebacker here, you want you really like this guy in the rotation on the defensive line, sometimes those are sacrifices that you might consider. And I don't know if they cut Hoyer, is anybody going to pick him up, you think? Could they stick him on the no, practice squad? No. Like do you stick Brian Hoyer on well, the practice squad? You, yeah, you could. You could make him. I mean, you could just if you want to, you could make him that that third quarterback that emergency QB, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you can do that because of the rule. I, there's a role for him. There, for sure. There's definitely a role. I just don't really necessarily need to see him on the field. Yeah, he's not unneeded, but there might be greater needs elsewhere. Right, exactly. I'm going to – let me see. Okay, so Austin Hooper will be my one that's like a pretty big name that won't make the roster. Mm -hmm. um, I, last year I said that Amik Robertson wouldn't make the roster. This year I'm going to say Amik's going to make the roster. He's going to find a way. I feel like he's on the bubble. I feel like he has to have a big weekend. I, exactly, but that's what he did last year. And we, yep. in, in game four of the preseason against the Patriots – I said before the, the – I did the pregame show, and I said, yeah, this will be his last game. I said it before the, sh the, the game. I said he's, this Called will be his, it. Yeah, I said this will be his last game as a Raider. And then he went and balled out in that week four game against the Patriots. And I told him after the, the game in the locker room, I was like, dude, I think I wrote you off, and I think you made the roster. And he's like, I just left it all on the field. Yeah. And he made he the roster. He probably used you as fuel, bro, you know. <laughs> right. Be like, Who, who's doubting me? I'm going to put him up on my bulletin board over here. Well, he didn't block me on Twitter, so that's always the first that's time nice. when a player is mad at you. I've been blocked by Trent Brown and Ocho Cinco. What? Exactly. He doesn't talk about football rarely ever. He's, he, he talks to everybody on Twitter. When did I ever talk to or about Ocho Cinco? That damn disrespect that you're throwing around. <laughs> right. It's apparently, apparently the shade is real. But, yeah, Ocho Cinco is the one that has blocked me for some weird reason. And then there's a guy, I forget his name. Uh, Ari, you're back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. You probably know his his name, uh, he's, he's Jared's buddy, and he, he's a guest on the press box a lot of times. Um, was it Roth or? Uh, David Roth. David Roth. David yes. J. Roth. He's, yeah, yeah, he blocked me. Whoa. And it's so funny. So funny story. Cause, I mean, whatever. You blocked me. You blocked me. I don't care. He <laughs> blocked me. And so one day when Jared was producing the show, he was like, hey, uh, you should get my guy on to talk. He could talk this. He could talk that. And I was like, oh, who is it? And he said, David Roth. And so I went, what do we do? We go look at who it is on Twitter. Yeah. It's all you're blocked. <laughs> Couldn't do any damn research, could you? Did you have him on the show? I had him on the show. <laughs> did, because, you, did you confront him? Yeah, I, I asked him, and he was like, man, I think you just got auto-blocked. And I was like, I don't even know that that's a thing. I don't think that's a feature even with Elon, guys. Right. I really don't. I was like, I, I, really don't even, don't. I don't even think that's a thing. But okay. And so he did the segment. He was on the show. If I go to his thing right now, I'm still blocked. Damn. So he unblocked me for the segment and then blocked me <laughs> back. <you> back. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was just an auto block. It was just an auto block. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that guy sucks. Like, I got a bot on my side just going through. Right. Parsing Maybe. through content. You got to get your numbers up. What do you think, Ari? Maybe he just is like a Raider hater. Hates seeing all this Raider info coming down the line. I don't. That's literally all I can me, think don't of. Don't block me. I agree. Right? I just I can't think of a real reason. That's weird. You only block people when they're like abusive or mean. Yeah, and I'm like the coolest dude. I'm the one who gets abused. If anyone should be blocking Correct. people, Correct. I should be blocking people well, left and right. And you respond to people. Too. I know. I should be like Matumbo and just block everybody. But I ain't. Gonna Your luck may change because I don't know if it's true or not. But they've been rumors for the last week or so that they're going to remove the block. Capability of they can't do that according to the app store. I agree. We'll it's see. Elon just does what he wants. <sighs> Lindsay's got the details on oh, everything. I got, I got random knowledge, including all this random roster stuff. Is Adam Plant going to make this roster? Ooh, ooh. He had Art, a good week one. He did. He did. I think he, I think he's probably a practice squad guy. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of the young guys like like we we're talking about Nesta Jade. I think Nesta could be a practice squad dude, right? Yeah, why, I agree. Why, why can't he be? Even Amari Bernie might be, you know, six-round pick in the linebacker position. He might be a, a, a practice squad guy, too. Go ahead, Ari. Where does uh, Malcolm Kuhn stand? Because I know in the beginning it was like, yeah. whoa, that guy's not happening. And then he, he did kind of step his game up. So He was great this Saturday. Yeah. yeah. He at was the, all in the backfield. At the beginning of training camp, he was a dude I wrote off. Yeah. A I lot of people off. had him off the 53-man roster. I think Vinny did in yeah. his article last week. And now it feels like he's earned his way back on the roster. Isn't that wild how that changes? And you know when it changed, and we had Vinny on earlier, that changed on the Sunday where the Raiders had a cleanup day. That's what Coach McDaniels called it, a cleanup yeah. day. Yep. And Max wasn't in practice that day. It was the day that he just chilled. NFL Network was there. David Shaw was there. That's when I blew my opportunity to talk to Coach Shaw. That was a fail on my part, but whatever. I'll, I'll move on at some point. I'll get over that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and so that was the day that Malcolm Coons flashed, and he's been flashing ever since. Maybe it's just the opportunity of uh, of those reps and taking it, and then you're able to flip a switch, right? Because it, it's not that big of a difference. We talk about – differences between the teams themselves or just right. to th talk about the competition between the the guys in the room i mean it is the difference between two or three reps and you put your hand five inches to the left too far right it's wild it really is it really is uh all right do we need to do we need to uh, uh give away something right now yes we do okay <laughs> let's give away two tickets to ll cool j the force live the roots dj jazzy jeff salt and pepper iced tea that's a hell of a concert mgm yeah, garden grand or grand garden arena excuse me uh tickets at axs.com if you want to get them but we're hooking you up right now a pair of tickets call number nine 702-365-9200 call number nine we'll come back close out the show from circa it's radio nation radio 920 it's time for a reason or excuse on unnecessary roughness all right shout out to tom he is going to see ll cool j and a bunch of other awesome people including the roots so i'm jealous and <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to work on that uh this is reason or excuse and Lindsay is joining us as well right hi Lindsay brown yeah, she's she's uh, she's she's uh, politicking. I love it. I <laughs> That's love what it. we do. That's As what we do in be. this business. That's what we do in this business. Are we on the air? <laughs> is this Some thing of on? us are. Is this Sorry. Thing on? No, no, you're good. I'm you're holding good. court right now. That's is what that, we do. Is that a reason or excuse, Lindsay? Uh, I'm not sure. It depends on what 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 it needs. I to just be. wanted to see if she was gonna just fake and be like, oh yeah, and just start talking. I didn't even. Good, say it was it. a good reason. This I, is what we're here for I as a network. Yes. Everybody wants to know no. what I'm doing hiking wise. So there you go. Yeah. All right, that will not be on this segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ari, hit us with the. Here's All what right. you got, man. Uh, RG3. This is a simple okay. one. Says, "Quote: The 49ers were done with Trey Lance the second they brought in Sam Darnold and made it an open competition for the backup job." That's it. Reason or excuse? Is that a reason or an excuse? As to why I think it's a spot-on reason. I, and I thought the same thing. Once Sam Darnold was brought on, I don't care what they were saying. They obviously didn't believe too much in Trey Lance, or they 
wouldn't have got Sam Darnold, and now he's the second string. And plus, we saw we saw up close to personal Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, Brock Purdy at Raiders uh, joint practices, and I saw Trey Lance taking third string snaps, and I saw Trey Lance fumbling the ball and looking not very good. So yeah, I mean the 49ers were obviously onto something. But, yeah, as soon as they brought in Sam Darnold, that's, that was a wrap on Trey Lance. So, yeah, that's the reason. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, if they bring in an alternative, it usually doesn't spell that they're your biggest fans. And it's unfortunate because I think he's definitely a guy with a lot of potential. But how many snaps has he taken? Man. And he's not going to get the reps that he needs in San Francisco. And so it's kind of puzzling to me that John Lynch comes out today and says, uh, we like him here. So we're right. going to give him like, do the guy a favor and get him the hell out of San Francisco. Yeah. Trade him. Trade yep. him to Minnesota. We want him. Where he's <laughs> from there. We love the we love the native sons. We do. There you go. And so uh, and, and they got a little bit bigger question mark about their quarterback future. And so why not? There you go. I like that. There's, right. a, there's a solution right there. Not only is it reason or excuse. How about a solution provided by Lindsey Brown? I like it. There go ahead. Go. Take it away, Ari. There you go. If only he was a running back, he'd be on his way wherever. All right. Uh, Michael well, he, could double as a, he could double as a running back. He's got uh, athletic I skills. I mean, I just they just wave him. You know, you're out because you're a running yeah, back. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Michael Jordan, this is more Stephen A. Smith. We, we had him the other day talking about the mm-hmm. GOAT conversation for point guards. So the one and only Michael Jordan sent Stephen A. a text, which he then le- uh, read live on air. Uh, and the text said, Magic Johnson is easily the best point guard of all time. He said he made the triple-double relevant and more noticeable and as a point guard stat. But to me, this sounds like influence. We talked about it the other day, and that's what Steph Curry, that's why his reasoning for Steph Curry being the greatest point guard of all time was more about the influence. And so this feels like Michael Jordan is kind of saying the same thing about his guy from that he's era. He's back in the OG, man. He's back in the OG, yeah. right? No, I mean, it is a Also valid... back in my day right. at yes, the same time. that part right. I agree. I mean, it, this is not like a crazy, irrational thought. I just think that that You part... know, the, the thing about it is when it comes to this conversation, we have it all the time with Mike and LeBron and all that, the whole greatest of all time situation. Look, Steph, he, he made people that didn't look like a monster feel like they have belief that they could play the game, right? He... He changed the way the game was played. Back when Mike played, and I know it sounds like old, I mean, Reggie Miller was the guy. Ray Allen was the guy. Mm -hmm. You know, there was dudes that were three-point specialists, but they weren't that guy. Steph Curry is the guy that people look at. Kids growing up are like, man, I want to be Curry. I want to be Curry. They're not saying that they want to be Magic Johnson. But, again, Magic Johnson is an older cat. Magic was a hell of a, a, a point guard, you know, and he did anything on the court. Mm-hmm. He can do anything. I and mean, at he, his size, too. Right, exactly. And so, I mean, you know, when I feel like we're splitting hairs. Did Steph kind of reinvent the game and, and, you know, change how it's played? Absolutely. Is Magic Johnson probably still the best point guard ever? Probably. Like, And I'm okay with that. that that's, that's what's the thing is you're never going to get someone to agree. But when Steph says that he's the greatest point guard of all time, that's what he's supposed to do. It's him. It's like me. Like I said, I think I'm the greatest radio guy of all time. But if I said I wasn't, what's wrong with me? Right. You gotta have some belief in yourself. Right. Have some self confidence. Exactly. You know, everyone always says I gotta get my confidence up, Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> Every you know? damn day it's a struggle, isn't it? Yeah, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I just I try to bring it. You know, so we'll compliment this guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. right. So, so you give it that one. I guess uh, the yeah. excuse. I would say, right? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a reason to back your your dude. Let's put it like it's, that. And my 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 line was magic said so. Magic is goat. I'm sorry. MJ said so. So magic is goat. Reason Look, man, I'm an MJ guy, so you're not going to get too many arguments about MJ from me. Fair enough. All right, let's what you got? see. What else you got? We got more Stephen A. drama. Oh, jeez. God, his DMs are unbelievable you know, this week. It's fun. Really it's on. fun. A twofer. Uh, if you were not aware about a week ago, Lonzo Ball, uh, he has oh, yeah. a big left knee injury, and that could likely sideline him for the whole season, whole next season. 
It's looking that way. According to Stephen A's sources, which I will say, up until right now, anyway, they're, I think they're pretty credible. We've seen in, in media stuff, he usually breaks some pretty good stuff. Uh, according to his sources, Lonzo had been having trouble standing up. It's a real tough injury. He can't even stand up. So then Lonzo put out a video on Twitter of him standing up repeatedly multiple times out of a chair on one leg. Stephen A then responded. And calling him out. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then Stephen A responded, I'm paraphrasing. Bruh, I don't care if you can stand up a bunch of times. My sources, who are your people around you, uh, say you're hurt. So simply, is Stephen A just basically saying like, hey, they're my sources, so that's that's it. That's that's the law. That's the truth. I'm not taking. When's the last time that Lonzo played? Uh, January of 2021, maybe. He's hurt. Yeah, he might be done. Right. They they pushed him. Like some of the stuff that I've read about him and, and that recovery process, I think that they probably rushed him back too quickly because mm-hmm. it was a meniscus, right? Then yeah. you have two options. I almost tore mine a couple of times. They're saying, well, you can be back in three weeks if we take it out, but then it's bone on bone for the rest of your life, or it's six months with yeah. recovery. And my young brain was like take it out and my parents were like you are nuts and thank god every day for that because your prefrontal cortex does not develop until you're at least 27 years old and nice. so um lonzo it's it's such a different motion to the explosiveness and stuff mm-hmm. i'm really nervous about it especially just how hard he was trained when he was growing up right. too yeah and so it's it's a unfortunate situation because that whole team was kind of built around him mm-hmm. and so missed opportunity i think Stephen a maybe should take a page out of ryan clark's book and just say my bad <laughs> right run it back right and because uh, if, if it if anybody knows his body it's alonzo yeah it is i mean he, he knows his body but i just i'm like you i think he could be done yeah right but i mean he got his contract mm-hmm. right it's all guaranteed <laughs> in the nba exactly so i mean they they uh they definitely did w- well there but yeah I, I just i don't know i saw that video of him jumping up and down and this that and the other and by the last little step time he stepped up yeah, he looked like he was hurting. Yeah, I don't know how many <laughs> box jumps he's going to be able to do. He can't right. do three sets of ten. I can tell you that right now. So no. I don't know how he would be able to jump and rebound and do what he does. So right. we'll see. Yeah, that's there's no doubt. Yeah, you got any Steve, more for us? And Stephen A is not going to do what Ryan Clark did. We, we no, all he will know. not. No, of course Never. Not. No. Did you see what he uh, tweeted out today with it. the Shannon Star- Sharp uh, promo and they yeah. took the LeBron Dwayne Wade? Yeah, that, that was kind of <laughs> cool. That was kind of a cool oh. little little thing. I'm I'm not a huge Shannon Sharp guy at all for many different reasons, but. I think that that'll be a, a decent show. I'm not, even, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even. No, he didn't block me. I, now that <laughs> I said yet. that. Not, yeah. Now wow. that I said that, he probably will. I'm not a first take guy either. So there's that. The only time I ever watch first take nowadays is if Freddie Coleman's on it or Courtney Cronin. I love Crow. Yep. Crow's. A, I, she's been on it a lot lately. Yeah, too. she has. She has. I, it's so awesome to see yep. how how high she is flying right now. She is. She's amazing. She's a hell of a talent. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, anytime Freddie's on and anytime Courtney's on, then I'll watch. If not. No thanks. I got this text. How about this? Sir Whiskey Ray hit us up on the WBroke.com text line. Q, I stepped away, and now I hear Lindsay on the airwaves. Great to hear from you, Lindsay, as you always bring some great insight. Look at that. You, ah. you jump on the radio for 20 minutes, and you're getting compliments. I think I get bigger fans in your time slot than mine. <laughs> Honestly. It's a different bunch it, in the morning. It is a very different bunch. <laughs> there are a couple people that are not a fan of me talking. Like, sir, my livelihood literally depends on me doing it, so I'm going to keep doing it. That's that's but all you're supposed. Thanks for chiming in. We appreciate Look. every member of the nation. There you go, Lindsay. What do you think of waffles? Oh, it's uh, National huge fan. Waffle Day. Huge fan. Uh, if you want to ask uh, me to rank the breakfast pastries, I'd probably go French toast, then waffles, then pancakes. I had waffles yesterday Break myself. My Eggo, home style. Throw it in the toaster <laughs> like three times. Warm up some bacon. 
Living that dream. Living that dream, baby. Very nice. Well, keep living the dream. And uh, Lindsay will be back a.m., 7 a.m., that is, on the morning tailgate. I'll be back at 2 on Radio Nation Radio 920. Have a great evening.